0: It's time for the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Let's go live to RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here's Coach Campy and the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, Neil Rule. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Greg Campy Show. We are
1: live at RJ's Pub in Rochester, brought to you, as always, by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Of course, he is a coach, Greg Campy. Coach, what's going on, man? We got basketball going now. Yeah, good to be here. Seven
2: days, and it counts, right? Seven days from the day we're at West Virginia. Um, really excited about that. I know we're going to talk about them tonight, but uh, for our kids to get the first regular season game with fans back in an arena that will probably have 12 to 14,000 people in it, uh, that's really a cool thing for us, and we're really excited about it. Uh, uh, just trying to get healthy and get everybody, you know, ready to go for next Tuesday.
1: Absolutely. That certainly is the case. And speaking of getting ready, of course, the Golden Grizzlies were in action back in the arena. Good crowd was out on hand. A lot of juice in the building, Camp. I mean, it it felt good. Everybody's been talking about that, right? Like it felt good to be back live. It felt good to be back on the blacktop and everything like that. But I I was really taken aback the the competitive level of that basketball. There was nothing – charity about that game I know it benefited charity but there was nothing charity about that game people were out there getting after it
2: I've talked to a lot of coaches uh, around the country since and they all want to know how we worked this out that we could play you know Eastern Michigan and and uh, I think you're going to see a lot more of this next year because um, you know the secret scrimmage or the the game against the division two. no matter what happens Friday there won't be the competitiveness spirit of the game that we had last week just because you know th- for Lake Superior Friday night that's going to be the game of the year for them on their schedule they're going to try everything they can to win we're going to play players and you know and and it's just not it's it's not anybody ever takes serious what happens in an exhibition game but i think last thursday or whatever night it was that we played that both teams competed unbelievably hard And it had the feel of a a conference game in the middle of January or February. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, a one-possession game with with ten seconds to go. And, you know, we we had a shot to tie it. We missed. And then they had to make free throws. And they had to get the ball in. And they couldn't. And we had to do some things. And I would tell you both teams pretty much did that on their own without a lot of prep. We have not prepped late game. Uh, We're starting, actually, in tomorrow's practice will be our – We've done some late game stuff. For example, we're up. We've we've you know in our zone. We've got to play sometimes late game if you have a lead and you you know you let's say you have a seven point lead. All right, in a game, and if you can only give up twos, you you that's a four possession game. If you give up threes, it becomes a two three possession game. So we've practiced going man-to-man and not giving up threes, you know, switching things and that. But we haven't practiced, okay, you're down one, you're up two, baseline out of bounds, what are we going to do? And I thought our guys did a great job of, you know, we got the turnover late, we got great shots out of the sideline and baseline out of bounds. And so that was a really good feeling that you could come out of a timeout and they listened and got done what you wanted them to try and get get done on the court which is you know from a coach that's one of the biggest obstacles you have in this profession is getting people in a timeout to do what you want them to do when you have 30 seconds or a minute to to talk to them and get them to listen in a high stress high pressure situation and for such a young team to do that you know our roster we had we had Only 10 players dressed because of all the issues that are going on, and I think seven of those were freshmen, you know, including COVID freshmen, but they're still freshmen. They're listed as freshmen. So I felt really good about what the game, how it went, the competitive. There were two things I didn't like about it. We were talking before the show started here. I didn't like the fact that we missed two free throws with two minutes to go in the game that would have put us up four. And I didn't like the fact that we missed a point-blank shot to tie the game. And, and you want to win. You always want to win. And, you know, my boss said to me, well, you'd rather have him miss it now than in March or April. And, and, yeah, that obviously that's true. But you just would never rather have him miss a shot like that. that, that, that that's what I side on. Right. i just rather not miss. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you just got to – I mean, a three-foot, four-foot shot, I think if that same player had that shot 20 times, he'd make it 18. Um, you know, because he's that good. So – but it's over and, and you've got to take what we can from it and move on. And then we, we've got Lake Superior and we're going to see a, a small team that's going to play zone probably, and that's a good thing. We'll get to, we'll get to uh, um, play against, you know, a zone and, and work on zone offense, which is, is a good thing. I can't believe they're going to play as much man-to-man because of the – if Micah plays. If Micah doesn't play, then I could see him playing some man-to-man, but if Micah plays, and we're 6-6 to 6-9 across, um, I just don't know how they're going to do that, so that'll be good for us to see the zone. I'm not sure defensively it'll be great for us, because I don't think we're going to see what they're going to do against us. I don't think we're going to see that during the year. You know, they, they're a perimeter-oriented fire threes uh, team, and, and We'll see something, but it, they won't look like anybody that we're going to play right. uh, during the season. So, it's it, but it's a chance to get the uniform on, get people in the stands, and play another game. So, and, and, that's and what they camp,
1: about. they do have. I mean, when you look at them, and I started my prep for Lake Superior State, you you have those typical, you know, Lake Superior State gliac type players that are that are six two and six three. The bigs are six six, you know, at the most. But they can still shoot it. I mean, you go through their bios and stuff like that you got guys that scored two thousand points in high school that you know made hundreds of threes in their in their high school careers they can still shoot it and you know for you guys with the zone and your things like that, that's always your biggest fear right when you're when you play that zone guys that can shoot it you know that that is something that you're cognizant of and you have to deal with
2: yeah, with our length and size though I think that that's You know, Eastern Michigan didn't hurt us at all. I mean, they made four threes in the game. Where they hurt us is they had – I mean, we defensively in that game, I don't know how you felt as fans watching it, but our points per possession was below one point per possession against our defense. We took some bad shots that led to runouts for them and transitions. We had a couple bad turnovers that led to transition. But if you take that out and just – Okay, when we're in our defense, how did we do? We it was pretty spectacular, other than the fact that that kid was getting dribble penetration and getting places. And honestly, the reason that happened was, uh, Ose Price is playing a position he hadn't practiced. I mean, he had a, some reps there, but he was more, you know, going into that. If Micah plays, I'm looking at, at subbing Osei for uh, Trey and Jamal and I was going to sub Lampman for Micah. Um, so Ose's his work all preseason was on the wing, and all of a sudden he was thrown out on the top, and that kid got some angles on us that that if Micah was there, it wouldn't happen. And he made some tough shots, but he, our whole philosophy on defense is we, we want you taking tough twos, not threes. And so our defense is designed to run three people off. I think what you're going to see with Lake Superior is they'll just back up. They'll just, you know, they'll just shoot their threes from deep and they'll be able to make them. I don't know anything about them. I'll do no prep on them. I won't look at watch any film. I don't care what Lake Superior does. I'm more in the mode in that game is to see what happens and let's practice adjustments on the fly. You know, let's let's practice a timeout. Hey, this kid's doing this. They've got this new thing this year that we're allowed to have video on the bench, brand new, never done before. It's like if you watch an NFL game and the quarterback comes off the field and he goes and sits down and he's got a little iPad, he can watch where the defense was. And the, We're allowed to do that this year for the first time. So this is really, for me, a chance to how can we integrate this into what we do. So I'm not going to go in with any game plan, even talk about Lake Superior before the game, and then we'll have uh, Tony and Smitty and, and – uh, DJ and, and Cove will have the video and we'll see if we can take from the bench to a timeout and make changes at halftime, show them something and make changes. That'll get us ready for the season. And, again, prepping for Lake Superior, which is one of the reasons when we play Division Two teams in exhibition games, are usually pretty tight and close because we don't prep at all for them. There's, it's, we're trying to make ourselves better. Winning an exhibition game in November – or losing an exhibition game doesn't affect anything. What it what we've got to do is learn to get better through the different ways you can get better. Players can get better. Teams can get better at understanding the X's and O's, and we can get better at coaches is learning how to project and get through two players because that, that's something as a coach. Every kid on my team learns differently. There, there There's, you know, Smitty could... Smithy could be down in the post with Jamal Kane trying to teach him the same way every year but Jamal's different than any player he's ever coached and he's got to figure a way how to get him to learn and get better because it isn't about you got to do it this way it's about how can I make Jamal Kane the best version of Jamal Kane and that's what we have to do and that's what these exhibitions are for and I want don't get me wrong I wanted to beat Eastern Michigan I you know and I'm disappointed that we didn't but when we take the floor at West Virginia that game really helped us
1: and it also I mean like you said when you break it all down they are exhibitions man like that's right that that is the way that works I I know you know the the on-demand society we live on everything like that that's That's what it is. I mean, they are practice. They're quote-unquote practice games. There is no question about that. Listen to the Greg Campy show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We are live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Remember, you can get involved with the show by tweeting your questions with the hashtag #AskCampy. We have some of those uh, fired in, and we'll get to those a little bit later on in the show. But speaking about that Eastern Michigan game last week, Camp, I really liked what I saw from Blake Lampman. And the reason I say that, A. Because he got a dunk? Well he got it. Well, I, I was—you know what? I, I, I wasn't think even thinking shocked. about that.
2: I think that shocked everybody in the arena <laughs> that he went and dunked it. I, th- I, 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 I think there was a collective gasp when when he See, dunked the, the, the ball. Know, t- the, yeah. The, the, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but Cam, I was saying—not even—not even the dunk, which certainly that was—you know—that was a big thing. Just when I saw him physically. You know his his body made that yeah. transformation. You know you you can see yeah. his body making that transformation.
2: I think that you can say that about everybody. And and um, you know Blake Blake is one of the hardest working young men I've ever coached. Now I've been really fortunate over the years to have Reggie Hamilton and Travis Baders of the world. These kids they want they they understand what greatness is about and how to reach for it and and do the things and they're easily motivated to do it which is some of the reasons we've had a lot of kids leave over the years because that that's what our that's what we do here you know we we get kids that that get in a gym and 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 work really hard and we've had a lot of really good ones like that and then the people that don't like doing that usually doesn't go well for them so um we have a group that work really hard but i mean if you how, it's hard for the fans because you weren't in the building last year to see the difference in Micah Parrish, to see the difference in uh, Trey Townsend, to see the difference in Chris Conway. I mean, Chris Conway's not—he's not even close to being the person that walked on the floor the first game right. last year. And Blake has done that. He always has. He's one of the hardest workers. He's—he, his body fat, his—all those things are right where we want them to be. There, you know, the whole thing with Blake is the mental side of it. You know, it's all gonna come down to how he shoots the basketball. And on, he
1: shot it confidently though. He looked confident shooting it. Two and, of five. I mean, it's a results oriented game, right? Forty percent right? right, from three, right. it's what you're looking for.
2: Right, but he's gotta do that. You know, he's gotta do that over time. Right. And and that's the big issue for him and and if he can, if he can shoot forty percent from the three, he's gonna play a lot of minutes. <laughs> right. And and it's all for him, he knows that. We've had that discussion. He's better defensively than he's ever been. His, his, You know, he understands the zone having played in it. He's a really smart kid. He can cheat in it and, and, and cut angles and do the little things that he, that he might lack in length and athleticism. So it's all there for him. He's just got to, you know, we need a guy off the bench that can make shots. And, and what team doesn't? Everybody needs that. So – I'm excited about Blake. I was really excited about Osei Price so much I played him 38 minutes, you know. uh, I told you people here the week before that, you know, this is a young man that, you know, he – I think he's, you know, freshman of the year, uh, all-freshman team caliber, but he might not get enough minutes because of, you know, the rotation to do that. Usually, like the guy at Northern Kentucky last year played every minute of, you know, we don't have that situation for him. And then Micah goes down, he comes in, and, and I can't take him out of the game because he's playing so good. So I was really, really excited about the minutes that Ose gave us. Um, you know, he, he shoots the ball very well. I think he can become a great shooter. He has got to be... The, the And I'm not saying he doesn't get into gym and work, but it's going to take that for him to become a great s- shooter. He's, I think he's one of those kids that's just been better than everybody his whole life. And, you know, he thinks he's working hard, and we've got to teach him what really hard work is. And if he does, man, that, kid, that kid's got a real chance. I thought Will Shepard as a freshman um, – you know he was a
1: little charged up to be out there.
3: Like, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna take some of the blame on that. I don't think I'm coaching Will very well, and, and the reason Will Shepard is like rookie. I mean, Will Shepard just <laughs> wants to be.
1: He'll go chase the car if you right, let him. huh? Yeah Will, yeah, Will
2: Will wants to be great. He wants to do everything we're coaching him to do. He listens. He, you know he doesn't comprehend all the time and he, he he's the game is just way too fast for him right now and once he can teach it teach himself to slow it down he's really going to help this basketball team and I got I said something to Smitty the other day I got to do a better job of coaching him I, I just every year I seem to have one guy that I can you know that I can get some of my pen up problems out of me and he's that been that guy this year that he seems everything he does i seem to overreact to and we need will especially with the news today which we probably should announce here i know it went out on twitter but um brayden burke is done for the year he will not uh, he's no longer with the program um we're sad about that uh Braden has asked that we don't go into detail that you know he he, he's got a personal family matter and it's more important in his life than finishing his basketball career so we're going to respect that and we're not going to get into it other than you know we wish him the best and his family the best and uh, we're going to miss him and he's a kid that would have played you know five eight ten minutes for us and now we won't have that at six foot eleven and Will's going to have to really play a lot of minutes this year and so i got to do a better job coaching him and i i understand that now can i do it you know that's that's going
1: to be the big question so so you're saying he's been on the receiving end of the tutorials as i like to call them
2: yeah i like i said for some reason whatever will does i i have a hard time with it you know and i but i've had a lot of players like that and all those players have turned out to be really good players so maybe that's I have such high expectations for him that uh, I want him to be great. And I think I know that we need him this year. You know, I think that's part of it, too. I I know we need Will this year.
1: Well, Camp, it's like I always say, I go back to it, it makes me laugh because I thought that there was no way Reggie Hamilton was going to make it here, you know, (laughs) and then he beats Damian Lillard for the scoring title, you know. So (laughs) that's the way it works out sometimes. We'll take a break when we come back. uh, I I do want to talk about – You know, the the schedule, you know, the non-conference schedule, that's always a popular thing. Uh, for everybody and, and we'll discuss how some of that came to be a little bit and uh, take a look ahead and certainly we'll talk about West Virginia. We'll get to your questions on Twitter with the hashtag Ask Campy as well. Uh, but before we do, i got to tell you about our show sponsor. As always, the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. And look, there's a lot of cool corporate taglines you know, that I can use and awards that Cameron Evans has won and things like that. But all I can do to talk to you about the Evans Law Group is just tell you when it was me, when it was my contract, when it was My labor situation, I went to Cam Evans, and he was the counsel that I sought. He's somebody, certainly, that I trust in the labor law world. And Again, Super Lawyer Magazine says he's one of the best in the country, but I'm also telling you that He's the one I went to when it was my money and it was my contracts on the line. If you have a labor situation that you need looking into, make sure you visit Cam Evans and the Evans Law Group on the web at www.evanslawgrp. You can tell in the background there are lots of Cam Evans and Evans Law Group fans here at the Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub.
3: Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the interactive home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEInteractiveHome.com today. DTE. DTE.
4: Tap into savings when you use your Oakland University Credit Union Visa Signature Credit Card. The Visa Signature Credit Card gives you more cash back, like 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Simply tap to pay. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Tap to pay, get more cash back with the OUCU Visa Signature Credit Card. Federally insured by the NCUA.
0: This is a great day for Henry Ford Sports Medicine. As the official team physicians for the Detroit Pistons and care provider for the Detroit Lions, today we welcome another athlete whom we proudly care for. Lisa, how is your injury? It turned out to be just a twisted knee. When can you return to Zumba? Maybe next week. Lisa, one more question. Henry Ford Sports Medicine, official team physicians for athletes like Lisa and you. Learn more at henryford.com/sports.
1: Back at it here with the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the MS Law Group. We are live at RJ's Puff in Rochester. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. He is a coach, Greg Campy. Happy to have you all along for the ride. Remember, get involved with the show as you can tweet your thoughts with the hashtag Ask Campy. We'll get to those uh, as the evening rolls on. We're going to talk about the Golden Grizzlies schedule here, and, and certainly we know the. The game on Friday night against Lake Superior State at the arena, the exhibition, final exhibition of the season. Then we do it for real seven days from now in Morgantown at West Virginia. That's followed up on Friday uh, with the game at Oklahoma State, who, you know, lucky for everybody here, Kate Cunningham's playing on the TVs here in the NBA and not for Oklahoma State anymore. So that's good. You know, certainly you'll, you'll take that. But camp what about that i mean it's always a hot topic of discussion everybody always asks a lot of questions about it the the non-conference schedule yeah everybody wants to know about all the time how's that work man break it down well the league this year has
2: moved to 22 league games and i am not in favor of that um but that's what the league did and so you embrace it and you do what you have to do the problem with a 22 games is you only get nine non-league games and three of those are in an MTE a a multiple tournament event so you only have six non-league games so we want to play three to four games against a power five team where we can cut our teeth get a great win Uh, Make a lot of money. Get a check, yep. Yep, which is really important. We also want to play on national TV, which you have to play those games to do that. And so that only leaves a couple games non-league. Now, the league also has a mandate in those nine games, five of them must be at home or on a neutral court. And that really throws a wrench into what you're doing. So this year we have Michigan State on a neutral court, three MTE games uh, in Florida, and Toledo at home. So that's our five. Then our road games are Bowling Green, um, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Alabama. So that's how the schedule was made. It's, It's based now. Next year the schedule is almost done you know we're we're one by game away from having the schedule done and it the, the five homer neutral games are an MIT and MTE in the Bahamas which would be three neutral games which y'all should start be around Thanksgiving you should all start uh, saving a little bit of money and come to the Bahamas with us and spend three or four yeah. days down there.
1: You got you guys are making the
2: trip? Yeah. So Let's go. All right. So we've got that We've got Oklahoma State at home, and we've got Bowling Green at home next year. So those are our five home games. Our road game will be at Toledo. Um, and then, you know, the, the four, the Michigan State at Michigan State at Toledo. And then uh, we don't have a contract yet with a team. We have a verbal with the team, a uh, bye game with the Big East team, and then we've got to find one more. So in, the, in as long as we play 22 games, the schedule will be an mte one or two home games and you know as long as we can keep the contract with michigan state going we you know that's a that's a road game and a a home game every year even though it's not at the arena we we, considered a home game so then you're in mte in that so that's that's what you'll see you're going to see those buy as long as I'm the coach. You're going to see those buy games. Uh, I want the university to make money, and I want to play on national TV, and I want to play. You know, if we win, if we win at West Virginia and Oklahoma State and Alabama or Michigan State, we're going. To, that, that's how you get a, an at-large bid. You don't get an at-large bid. Wright State last year was, you know, two years ago and last year. You know, they won all their non-league games and that, they they didn't win our conference tournament and they didn't even sniff the NCAA tournament. So that's proof that you're not going to get an NCAA bid just because you have a good record. It's got to be who you beat and that's why we're going to play those games. The problem with it is that it hurts, it hurts our home schedule in the non-league. We're playing one time at home in November and then we're not home again until uh, January. Next year, we'll, opening weekend, we'll play two home games, and and then you probably won't see us again for a while. Um, that's just the way it's going to be now because of that mandate 5-4. And, and uh, the only way we can keep that mandate is by playing MTE because we're not going to buy people. To, and what that means is we are not going to go spend $90,000 to bring a team in. We did it if, when Jeff Coney was the AD his last second to last year here, we bought four teams. We spent a lot of money. And it was great. We won all four of those games at home. We got all those home games, but we didn't we don't clear ninety thousand dollars on a home game. So that's a net loss for the right. department and that's not I mean that's that's great, but that's we got you gotta understand who we are and where we're at in the world and so we don't we're not gonna do that. So the only way we're gonna get those games is to play the neutral site MTE games um, because if you don't buy a team, you're going to play Bowling Green. Okay, you're going to play Bowling Green at home, and then the next year you're going to play them at their place. You're going to play Eastern Michigan at home, then you're going to play them at their place. So you're not going to be able to keep that 5-4, and you've got to to do what I want to do with our program. We've got to make money.
1: Yeah, and how, how does that work? You know, you talk about the, the buy games and the Power 5 games. How – you know, is there like a couple target schools that you would like to play, or is it just revenue driven, where you say, "Hey, wh- whoever the biggest check is," or is it date driven? Is it a combo of all that? How does that work?
2: Well, if it were up to me, if it were up to me, we would play Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, Xavier, Dayton, Notre Dame, all. The pow- all the buy games right here where people can drive and watch. Right, And, and those don't cost us anything. Yeah, we, where we can drive to, too. Yeah, we we yeah. go play Michigan State, we drive down there, we play the game, we come back, we get a $100,000 check and, and it costs us $3,000 to take a bus down there and back and feed the team. Right. And, you know, our game at Oklahoma State, you know, it's, we got to fly 20-some people there at 500 bucks a piece. You know, you, a lot of the money that you are getting, you're spending. So, you got to take all that into into account when you do it. It's a juggling act, and you know the the. We, if we had an unlimited budget like some, you know, like a Michigan State or a place like that does, then you don't worry about those things. But I, we need to have a nutrition program. We need to have a weight strength program. We need this. We need that. And the only way you're going to get it is by making money. Video on the bench. Right. And, yep. So you got to play games where you can make money. That's the easiest way to make it. Unless somebody sitting out here wants to write me a check for $150,000, $200,000 every year. Anybody? A- anybody? A- anybody? That. Raise your hand. Yeah. <laughs> you do that, we'll, st- we'll start playing home games. <laughs> you know, somebody, uh, a big money booster asked me what, what would be the – Best thing that I could do for you, and I said, write me a three hundred thousand dollar check every year, and we'll play. F- we'll we'll buy four teams and bring them in every year, and we'll win four games every year. You know, we'll we'll win four more games every year in the non-league. If I could spend three hundred thousand dollars and buy uh, Southern University or Saint Peter's, right? You know. just you go down that the the major or low-level low major division one teams that are looking to be bought right because there's an
1: economic food chain to it right
2: right just like a Michigan or Michigan State would pay us knowing that we're going to have a pretty good RPI or net and that's a good win for them they expect to win it you know you don't pay a team $90,000 and expect not to win the game and so that's what we would do too so if there's you know, if there was ever somebody out there that wanted that, I would say, write me a check for $300,000 every year, I'll buy four games. And that would be, you know, that would be the thing that could really help us. Then you guys could all see a bunch of home games, and, you know, nobody be bitching that we play Toledo, and then you don't see us again until uh, January. That's just it's the economics of the business.
1: You know what the other thing is with that two camp and, and being in media and working in the media world where – okay so you do this and you have it set up where you're you're at alabama you're at oklahoma state you're at west virginia even in this mte we have to play vermont that's like a perennial ncaa tournament team and i know that that's not like a household name if you went over here on the other side of rj's and said tell me about vermont basketball you know the, the guy that's sitting there watching the pistons game is not going to be able to you know, tell well, you the, that they went to the tournament and stuff like that the
2: mid-major preseason poll came out yesterday i i I don't remember exactly, but I think they're seventh in the country. Right, or and
1: and, like and the, my point of the story with this is, so you do that, and you know, say you have to go two and eight or two and seven to start your season. The perception in the media, the perception becomes locally. They don't they don't look and see what that two and seven is. They just see two and seven, and and that's what they go. About. And you've been fighting this your whole career. And this is and this is something I talk to the media people about. Well, you're two and seven, right. yeah. You know, you're two and seven, but. All those I, factors, you know? I,
2: I am so scarred by all that that I don't even pay attention. That 0-9 last year, I, I, it didn't mean anything to me other than we were 0-2 in the league. And then the other thing that you should think about is in the 22 not, uh, league games, we're going to play two. The first weekend in December is now a scheduled league weekend for the next how, however long. This year we're on the road. We're at IUPUI and Indiana, and UIC, and next year, I saw the color block or the you know the schedule. It doesn't say who you're playing, just where you are. And we're on the road again in December next year. So, you know that could change home games early if the league says, okay, you're playing Cleveland State and Fort Wayne in first weekend in December at home. Then all of a sudden, we've got four or five home games in November, December, and now everybody's going, oh, this is a great schedule.
1: But I don't have anything to do with that. I, you know, right. But you know those are those are all fat. those are all the prices you pay though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just in in terms of perception and stuff. And there's nothing you can do about it yeah. because you're you have to do what you have to do. So those you know, those are some of the the consequences of, well, of what we're happens.
2: In, in, we're in we we have eleven Power Five wins in my in since we've been Division One, which is what two thousand or nineteen ninety nine two thousand. So this is year twenty two of Division One. We have eleven Power Five wins. I, I, think you'd have a hard time finding another mid major program that can say that. They might you might be able to find them but I don't know. But what you we have over 130 losses against those guys. And but, but you know what though Cam? But we have 10 million, 11 million dollars that we've made well, with those 130 losses. So the only person that the losses deal or me on yeah. my tombstone right he, he had all these losses <laughs> my tombstone, right?
1: here lies greg campy
2: with all these 11 and 130 runners. against <laughs> <Yes>. power five <laughs> right.
1: rest in peace
2: but we win <laughs> think about this though we win division one basketball games at the mid-major conference level at about 64 65 yeah so you take 120 games and take we win 65% of those 120 losses, that's, that's another seventy-five, eighty wins that we would have and you'd be excited about, but it's $10 million, $12 million we wouldn't have.
1: And to make your tombstone look better.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't make tombstone look better, but maybe not because <laughs> without that money we wouldn't have the nutrition and the, you know, the things that we need. No, I, so, get, I get what you're saying. So it, it, it's a cause and effect thing, and as a fan, when you're 0-9, you're mad and you're not going to rationalize it. And I get that. And we live through it, and, and we battle it, and we get better. And we, I'll go by this stat. We publicized this stat last spring that last year was our 13th year out of the last 15 years that we won league games or more which now I'm not sure that's that big of a deal anymore because it used to be 16 games. Now it's going to be 22, so 10, you could win 10 and have a losing record. So I don't know how important this stat is anymore, but up until now we have 13 of the last 15 seasons we've won 10 or more league games. That's who you compete against. Michigan State was next with 12. Right. Michigan was next with 9. And, and keep in mind, and then I think, and then I think, and then I, yeah, they, I think Michigan, Michigan State have a little more money than we have. Right. But, so in equal, in the equal where you're equal in your league, we've won at a higher rate than anybody else, the, than those two programs. Yeah. And, and if you look at the directional schools, they're not even, you know, they're six and seven or eight out of fifteen that they've won that many. So, so there's a lot of things that we can sell. Uh, Nobody really wants to hear that, though, when you're 0-9. And, and I'll tell you what, we could be 0-9 this year again. Well, no, we're
1: not going to get to 0-9 because we played two league games again in there. But we could be 0-9 in the non-league. All right, well, we'll take our next break, and when we come back, your tweets from Twitter with the hashtag Ask Campy. If you have another one you want to jump in on, fire away. I'll be getting to those coming up in just a couple of seconds. This is the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Let me tell you about the Evans Law Group. Go to EvansLawGRP.com, Cam Evans. Uh, according to Super Lawyer Magazine, one of the top 100 labor attorneys in the United States of America. Need I say more? So if you need counsel on a labor-related matter, go to www.evanslawgrp.com. He's the best in the business. He's the one I trust. When I had questions about contracts and, and what I could get done, uh, that's that's the highest recommendation I can give. When it was my money, when it was my contract, Cam Evans was the guy for me. He can be for you, too. Visit him on the web at evanslawgrp.com. We'll be back with more of the Greg Campy Show. We are live at RJ's Pub in Rochester.
3: Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, backyard, the interactive home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEInteractiveHome.com today. DTE.
4: Oakland University Credit Union's new Visa Signature credit card rewards you for living life to the fullest. Enjoy VIP experiences, exclusive discounts, and more cash back. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Plus, pay no international transaction fees. Open your Visa Signature card today. Visit OUCreditUnion.org slash Visa Signature. Federally insured by the NCUA. At Henry Ford Health System, we're proud to be the official health care provider of the Detroit Lions because our teams have a lot in common. We're all for leaving opponents in our dust, linebackers and cancer alike, and we're all for pushing ourselves to be the best because we're all for anything it takes to win. Henry Ford Health System, all for you. Official health care provider of the Detroit Lions. Learn more at HenryFord.com TeamDocs.
1: Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub. As uh, you guys noticed, Greg Campy Show on Tuesdays this season. So make that adjustment. Uh, it won't be Taco Day, but here's a good news. You can come to RJ's Pub on Tuesday and then come back on Wednesday for Taco Day. So you're a winner in my book. The drinks are flowing. Everybody's feeling good, excited. What's the,
2: what's the uh, special on Tuesdays?
1: So? Yeah, we got to get we got get Russ and we got to see what, what is the I special. I saw him
2: in here a few minutes ago. We'll, we'll find out. Hey, guys, question now, for you. Next commercial break.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we'll get it.
1: All right, so a medium one-topping pizza for 6 bucks. So look at that, guys. Like you're used to coming in here on Wednesday. It's taco day. Now you can come in on Tuesday for the Greg Campy show and get a medium one-topping pizza for six camp. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong.
2: Uh, I, I like pizza a lot better, and I like tacos, so I would think that would be a good thing.
1: So there you go. That's that's for you. But, uh, yeah, again, go into Twitter with the hashtag Ask Campy. We'll get to all those. I do have to get your thought on this real quick, though. While we uh, were doing the show, um, I guess the sports media world went on, which I'm surprised to see that they aren't all listening to the Greg Campy show, but some of them are covering the college football playoff. And, Camp, the uh, top four that will be in the college football playoff if it started today. Number one, Georgia, no surprise. Number two, Alabama, maybe a surprise they're at two, but no surprise they're in the mix. Number three, Michigan State, and number four, Oregon. Cincinnati at number six behind Ohio State. And, Camp, if if Cincinnati can't get in the playoff this year, and you can relate as, as a quote-unquote mid-major program, if Cincinnati can't get in the college football playoff this year, they ain't ever getting in,
2: ever. Well, unless the only way would be if the other teams lost twice. So, um, you know, the thing with Georgia and Alabama are going to play. And so if Georgia beats Alabama, then they're gone, right? But if Alabama wins, they're both in. Well, Right. You've seen this act before. Yes. And what, I, what I'm really more upset about, um, you can't hear us, Okay. There you go, I got you. Is that better? No? Yeah, a little bit. What I'm more upset about is that Michigan State's at, at number three. I mean, Michigan State just beat the number six team in the country in a classic football game. How is Alabama ahead of them? Alabama lost to a Texas A&M, who's where? Where are they ranked? I mean, they're not even in the top ten. Michigan's still in the top ten. So how does Alabama, because they're Alabama, it you know it bothers me that the people that are doing this i guess i mean i thought cincinnati would be in the top four and then miraculous miraculously the last week would fall out you know oh but yeah amazingly just, yeah. just to blatantly put them at six when they've won at notre dame and notre like, dame is checking at number 10 in the rankings i don't care who you are it's hard to win at notre dame in football right and cincinnati did it and they should be rewarded for that but I mean that's the that's why you're going to see it go to eight teams or to twelve teams or whatever they're talking about. It's going to do that, and maybe maybe this is all part of the the bigger uh, conspiracy theory that we got to get to eight teams. So let's get everybody mad, you know. Let's get
1: everybody mad so I like we can that. say, yeah. hey,
2: we got to go to eight teams. I like that. Uh, that's
1: pretty smart, actually. Yep. I do. Uh, you ready to knock down these Twitter questions, Ken? Sure. All right. Uh, first one, we have Nick Lucidos in the house here today. Wants to know, says, Coach, the guys seem to be cramping up against Eastern the other day. Are they doing better? Uh, also, water or Gatorade? <laughs> well,
2: the, the it was really hot in the building. It was 60 degrees outside, and for some reason it was Because it was hot. on both sides. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were cramping. Eastern was cramping, too. And I think that had more to do with it than anything else. And then I played them a lot of minutes that first time of doing that, I think. But, you know, Jalen Moore and and, uh, Osei, Jalen Moore and – Jamal
1: Cain. Yeah, yeah,
2: and and Trey Townsend all really – Jalen and Trey had to come out of the game. Uh, Osei fought through it. So, um, yeah, we, you know, we don't try and take care of it there when it happens we try and take care of it before it happens through again the nutrition and in the, the you know the hydration program that we have and in water far and away is the best thing you can do but there's all kinds of lore on how do you stop cramping I'd tell you a story my I had a son that my youngest son press was playing in an AU tournament it was like his third day his third day playing or third game of the day playing, and he started cramping. And so I went and I went to a grocery store and I got him pickles, made him drink pickle juice, which I was always told that's the best thing—pickle juice. The you sodium know, in there, yeah. Yeah, salt, water salt pills, and pickle juice. So I made him drink this pickle juice. He vomited it everywhere, and now won't eat a pickle so the rest of his life. So I'm not sure <laughs> what we accomplished that day, but um, I, w- I was whispering pickle juice to them the other night, but. So, I, you know, I think that's, uh, if that becomes habitual, then I'll worry about it. I'm not, I have no worry about it at all. I, I, you know, obviously the weather's changed. It's very seldom will we be playing games in the arena when it's 60 degrees outside. And, and you know, maybe we weren't ready for that and we didn't do properly have the,
1: the temperature at the right temperature. We did have a good weather run there, though. I went to the Red Wings season opener and wore shorts, like it was—it was really warm out and stuff like that. It, it was crazy. MD Fund eighty-nine. Uh, is Zion still on pace to be ready for early in the season? I don't know, man. Um, he uh, started
2: working out and his knee swelled up. And the last I heard uh, today was an off mandated NCAA off day today because of. Uh, Election Day. Election Day. So the NCAA has mandated that you don't see your players on Election Day. You you tell them to go vote, and you give them the day to whatever. So going into he was supposed to go get the knee drained and get all that fluid out of it, and then we'll see where we can go. My guess is we won't see him till Christmas. That would be my guess. I could be wrong. Uh, that's just my experience telling me that. I, I'm not going to hurry him back for – Non-league games, and if and I'm surely not going to throw him on the floor for two league games the first week of December, if he hasn't practiced, I'm not going to do that to the guys that have practiced and throw the you know lose lose a game like that because we're trying to hope that hope's not a great strategy. You know we've got to get him practiced and get him uh, ready. So in my mind, I'm hoping that he'll be ready full go when we hit the conference schedule in January. Um, maybe the Michigan State game will be the first game that he really. We give him minutes, in. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I walk into practice tomorrow morning, and he's standing there ready to go. But doesn't look that like that's
1: going to happen. Uh, Daniela, who's in the house here tonight, who also said they're coming to the Bahamas next year. Ken. Right. So there, there you go. Daniela's in the house. Says, I was wondering if the team will be traveling internationally in the future. I would imagine that pertains to the you know that preseason exhibition yeah. trip.
2: Yeah, we will. You know, every four years, you're allowed to take the overseas trip. And uh, this summer, we will be two summers out, and we will put it together. Uh, you know, we'll one of the guarantee games that we play the following year will pay for that trip. So that's another reason we play the guarantee games. But, um, you know, I personally, I thought Greece was the greatest place I'd ever been, and I wouldn't, if the players wanted to go back to, you know, None of them other than Blake would have been here. If Blake stays for his fifth year, he would be the only one that went. I would push to go back to Greeks. I thought it was just phenomenal. Um, Spain was great, too. The trip we took to Windsor the one year with the team wasn't that great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think – I think my boss would prefer we go to Windsor. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the accountants, yeah. Windsor made the accountants happy. It it would be a lot cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At Oakland UFAN wants to know, Camp, he said, I see that Portillo's went public, Uh, i.e. they had their IPO uh, as a corporation. Did you become an investor? Well, I went about three years ago. I went to
2: a friend of mine who they actually uh, ran the concession, the hot dog people, they ran the concession in the arena, and they're not this year anymore. But, And I went to a, a group of guys, and I said, look, we've got to go purchase a franchise. And we got to bring it here and put it right by the university. I, I said, "You're, I'm in. I'll invest <laughs> money. We've got to do that. And Porti, uh, uh, Portillo's in the Chicago area. If you can believe this, there's 27 stores in the Chicago area.
1: We've been to them all.
2: Almost every one. Yep. They do eight million dollars of business, each store. Each store, eight million dollars in business. That's how big Portillo's is there. You drive by a Portillo's in Chicago. I, I was there this weekend. It was pouring rain at 9:30 when I got out of the the tournament, uh, the recruit I was watching, and I went there in the line in uh, the take the drive-through line. Half a mile long
1: on a Friday It always night, is. Always is.
2: I, I went Saturday. I went, watched the kid play again, got in my car, started driving home, got off 94 and went down to Maryville in Indiana, got there, got there at two, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and the line was more than a mile long to the one there. It's unbelievable. And so I tried to get to, and the people that I went to, the investors said, you know, Jets Pizza went to went to uh, Chicago and couldn't make it. You know, so why would Chicago food make it here? And they said no. And then somebody did it, and I hear it's killing it over there. Over yeah, yeah on, on Hall R- Road in over in there, Sterling Heights. Yeah, it's a little too far for me to to make a lot of trips to, but I've been there a couple. <laughs> it's
1: couple, a little too far. A couple twelve so times. I've been there. Yeah,
2: I've been there a couple twelve times, but. But it's a little too far to go every day. It's a little Uh too
1: far. All right, we have one more that I'm going to get to, but it pertains to to what we're going to talk about uh, as we wrap up the show, final 10 minutes of the show. So we'll take a break. When we come back, our final Ask Campy show, get the final thoughts as well. Season it's getting ready to go. We'll tip it up officially. Next Tuesday, seven days from now at West Virginia Lake Superior State in the arena on Friday. We'll be right back with more Greg Campy show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Uh, Again, Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And the bottom line is he's the best in the business as far as labor attorneys go. So much so, Super Lawyers Magazine has named Cam Evans one of the top 100 labor attorneys in the United States of America. That's all you need to know. When I had a labor issue, when I had a contract uh, I was settling on in, in labor negotiations. He's the guy that I went to. There were no questions asked about it. He's a guy I trust with my career. If you have a labor situation that you're looking into, Cam Evans is the guy you need to talk to. Visit him on the web at evanslawgrp.com. We'll be back with more of the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group.
3: Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the interactive home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit dteinteractivehome.com today. DTE.
4: Tap into savings when you use your Oakland University Credit Union Visa Signature Credit Card. The Visa Signature Credit Card gives you more cash back, like 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Simply tap to pay. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Tap to pay, get more cash back with the OUCU Visa Signature Credit Card. Federally insured by the NCUA.
0: This is a great day for Henry Ford Sports Medicine. As the official team physicians for the Detroit Pistons and care provider for the Detroit Lions, today we welcome another athlete whom we proudly care for. Lisa, how is your injury? It turned out to be just a twisted knee. When can you return to Zumba? Maybe next week. Lisa, one more question. Henry Ford Sports Medicine, official team physicians for athletes like Lisa and you. Learn more at henryford.com/sports.
1: group on your new radio home for Golden Grizzlies basketball 97.1 HD 3 1270 AM the bet remember on your smart speaker you can just say Alexa play AM 1270 boom Golden Grizzlies basketball the great campy show pops up on the smart speaker I- if you're lazy like me it's perfect you just tell somebody else to do it and they do it I, I like it camp that's how I like to do things so, okay,
2: I wasn't listening, but I agree with you.
1: All right, well, there you go. That—that's all I was looking for, Cam. You—you okay. you get this now. You know, we've been doing this long enough. You understand. Right. Play your part, man. Uh, Pittsburgh Marty says with the hashtag AskCampy, Hope you're well. Please tell us a little about West Virginia's personnel without revealing all the secrets. What should you expect in terms of your offensive and defensive game plans?
2: Well, Marty, there are no secrets with West Virginia. They're gonna—they're going to physically abuse you, and it's—it's it's going to be big boy. Big boy pants basketball. They're going to come out. They're going to guard you 94 feet. Jalen Moore will be on the ground more in that game than he will be all year. They'll have two people on him when we try to inbound the ball to him. Um, we've got to figure out a way to get the ball up the floor and into our stuff without using Jalen. Otherwise, by with 10 minutes going in the game, he'll be done. Um, we've got to do that. I really like the ability of Trey Townsend, Jamal Kane, and... Micah Parrish to handle the ball and help us bring it up the floor so am I worried about it no I wouldn't be if it wasn't the first game and if it wasn't West Virginia who's they make a you know press Virginia is their nickname and uh, so we're, we're going to prepare for that we know there's going to be some glitches early uh, what we can't do is give up the big run you know eight points in a row uh, their crowd gets into it and having guys that haven't been you know Jalen Moore this will be the first time he's played in front of 14,000 people in his life uh,
1: and they're into it there. Oh yeah, they are into yeah. it.
2: Especially when the the guy shoots off the musket. You know, right. you never know when he's going to shoot that musket. The first time I was there and they shot yeah. it, I was, I thought, man, what happened? He's got a uh,
1: musket. He's got a raccoon pelt, beaver head on. Yeah, a hat. I mean, it's it's all the way. As it's long as crazy. he doesn't
2: aim that thing at me, I'm okay. Uh, but right, uh, he, he he, I mean, it's just a crazy environment, and and so it's a great first game for us. And uh, you know, I personally I think we have a chance to win the game if we can handle their pressure I, I think they're going to struggle inside against our zone they they've got a kid that's really really talented probably a, lo- a lottery pick uh, perimeter player that he had 29 in their exhibition game against Akron and if we can we can't let him get it going on the perimeter uh, we've got they've got a couple three-point shooters but they have a inexperienced point guard position, and if if our pressure and our press and our things we do and our length defensively can rattle this young man where he can't get that great player the ball in scoring positions, then I think we're going to have a chance. So handling their pressure and applying pressure to their, their youth at the point uh, will be the keys to the basketball
1: game. Uh, speaking of great players, Cam, uh, Jamal Kane uh, in, in the game against Eastern – when you look at the stat line, he didn't shoot it well. He'd probably be the first one to tell you he, he didn't shoot it well. But, Camp, you know what I like, man? 24 points, 11 boards, was 10 of 11 from the free throw line. Still was able to score when the shot wasn't there. And, and and to me, Camp, being around this for a while, that's always been the mark of a score. Can they still get their points? You know, because anybody can get points when the shot's falling and, and, and you're hot and everything you see is going in. What about when you're struggling? What can you do? That was a that was a great first game, I thought, for him to see what can you do when everything's not going your way.
2: Yeah, I don't think he played. You know, I, we talked at the first radio show. What I, I spoke very highly of him and told everybody what I thought. And I, I think when you watched him run up and down the court, you you could see those things. I don't think he played good. Right. I don't think he thinks he played good. Um. Yet he put those numbers up, and as you said, you know, imagine when the ball's going in for him imagine when he's got the confidence and everything that I said this in the post game and I truly believe it and it's a big jump from being Robin to Batman from sitting in the passenger seat to driving the batmobile is a big jump
1: a lot of buttons
2: and he in practice on Monday he took it in and he drove and he kicked it out to somebody and I stopped practice and in the way I can I very nicely told him that he better never effing do that again, right? And about three plays later, he did the same damn thing, and I just stopped practice, and I explained to him that Batman doesn't make that pass. Batman finishes, you know, Batman scores. Now, if you don't want to be that guy, then you can sit on the bench and we'll turn somebody else into it. I'm sure that Micah Parrish would love to be Batman right now. Now, Mike is going to be probably next year, but... You know, Jamal's got to be that guy. Our great teams have always had a guy that we go to. And then everybody feeds. Keith Benson was Batman. Travis Bader made 97 threes that year. Reggie Hamilton made 110 threes. I mean, we have other players that do a lot of good things, but there's that one guy that we play through. And that's how I coach, and that's how our offense works, and that's when we win, we have that. And that's why for 16 straight years we've had a first-team all-league player because that's our system. And so Jamal's got to embrace our system and understand it, and he will over time. Um, you know, I heard somebody say, man, Campy was really crawling into him. You're darn right I'm going to crawl into him because he, that, he's that guy for us, and he's got to learn it, and he will. Jamal is a great kid, not a good kid, a great kid. And he wants to win, and he wants to be great. He wants to play in the NBA, and so it's it's going to take some prodding to get him to be greedy, to get him. His high school coach is Mike Covington, uh, who's my assistant now. Mike said in high school he was the same way. You know, we we had to yell at him to shoot. He wanted to pass all the time.
1: I saw I saw you do it. I saw you do it more than once uh, during the uh, game. So
2: he'll learn, game. and as you know, the the key is that by the time we get to January, he understands it, and he will.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Final couple minutes of the show. Got got anything else, Camp?
2: I want to thank everybody for coming. Um, this is cool that, that people come to this event. We're gonna we're we're live streaming it now. Did it yeah. work
1: tonight? Yeah. Uh, Facebook, YouTube. It's working, okay. So so, so my kids can watch because they yeah. only watch YouTube. Yeah. If that's so, the way they work.
2: So now that we have this, what I'm going to start doing for all of you is I'm gonna start bringing a player every week. So once we get going, so you don't have to listen to me for an hour we'll bring jalen and we'll bring jamal and we'll open up to questions now you know not just on twitter if you have something you know we'll we'll let you ask them uh in that and so that we can get more interaction to this This is this is really i think going to be a great thing and just want to thank everybody for coming out
1: yeah absolutely big thank you to to uh jimmy kennedy back in the studio Oakland alum camp so we're uh we're everywhere out there so big shout out to jimmy kennedy back in our studios and remember uh your new radio home for Golden Grizzlies basketball right here on ninety-seven point one HD three and twelve seventy AM the bet all season long. We'll be back at it. Download that Odyssey app if you haven't already. So for You the, guys
2: you are gonna to have to dress up better now because your table's right in the way. <laughs> for know,
1: Greg, it, it, for Greg Campy, my name is Neil Rule. Thanks for listening everybody. <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs>